And we're back. Episode four of five, our show. Right? Episode five oh. of the show. Episode four okay. of our show. This is conf- yes. we did not we did not consider the confusion when we decided to do the first two episodes at once. We really well, you did. Gotta th- you also got to think about um, this is all brand new territory for us anyway. Record, a little bit. Watch, record, watch. Like, oh, that yes. We're we're working so, it out. We're figuring it out. We're we're gonna exactly. learn together. Just like but the yes, writers of the we, show. Well, you know what? You and I are on the same journey here. I don't know what's happening. You don't know what's happening. We're learning together. But a whole fuck ton of stuff happens now, and I can finally say shit that I've been holding back for four episodes. It's it's good that it's it's um out in the open. Now. It is. It is. Uh, we can discuss now we Now the story is actually moving forward because I was going to say it feels like there's no real antagonist. That's like fair. The, there, it just seems like a lot of just. It's like the situation was the antagonist until now. Yeah, and I don't like that and stuff. Let me let me at least see some impending threat. Like, where's uh, what's his face? The uh, the, the other guy that was going to do the job. Uh, Pecker Rollins. Pecker, yeah, he's, where's Pecker? He's back. You got to stop calling him that. You got to stop calling him that. That's uh, his name. He's back in Kerch. He's back in Ketterdam. Okay, so, but it's just like how would Pecker just be out of the picture? Because he didn't get the job. Yeah, but it, this is a man that literally was killing people to do stuff. So why wouldn't he just go ahead with his plans? He didn't get the job. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. No, this was definitely the uh, things the, are moving along. The plot pusher episode for sure. Which it is was good. episode five. Episode five seems about about right. Yeah. So we right? hit the la- we hit the halfway point, and now we're we're getting into we're getting into more things going on. Um, so we start off mall. I totally fr- we took a break to like eat and stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, he got shot. So Maul got shot. So he wanders into Chernast. Apparently, has just walked himself to the nearest uh, point. What else was he gonna do? I don't know. Actually, let me take a look at our little map here. Because if you assume that they found the stag in roughly the same place in this in in the show as they did in the book, then that's in Sabaya. Chernoff. No, he wanders into Chernast. Chernast is oh the okay, so in Sabaya, I see it. To. Okay, so, I see Sabaya. I mean, the they're close are. enough. They're close. Yeah, enough. that's a walk. That's a walk. I don't. Well, not, neither of us know the scale of this. All right, that's a stroll. There's this. Uh, there's a while you're on bleeding the out. While you're bleeding out with a bullet lodged in your shoulder blade. I see there's a little um, mile marker thing on your uh, on the map on the bottom you right. You don't know. You don't know. I'm looking at a picture literally You don't right know. Now. <laughs> so he walks in. It's a very uh, dramatic slow-mo, no audio from the, the yelling moment. It's a, it's a moment. Yeah, it says inaudible because I'm watching <laughs> the thing. It said inaudible. I was like, all right, cool. And then my next note just says, oh, Kaz and his little outfit. Has in his little what? He's a he dressed that? as a guard. Look at him in his little outfit with his hat. He's oh, in when costume. Oh, at the front gate. When He's at in the front costume. Gate. Yeah. So their 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 traveling troop arrives and uh, they present their papers to the to the guard uh, trying to get mm-hmm. in. And he's very excited. He's like, "Oh, look, the queen signed it." Yeah, it's like I don't Kaz give a cosplay. Goddamn. He basically he is he is cosplaying a uh, a guard. And uh, everything at this point is all good, other than Maul being shot. But like everything is all good. You know, yeah, no, everything's fine. Well. The plan is moving forward. Everybody is doing their thing. What's her name is getting, you know, prepared on the inside. She's and... getting all dolled up. She's giggling with Nadia and Marie. She doesn't know it's for the last time, but, you know, things are fine. Things are going great. And then we meet 
David? So David does come up in a bit, but first the show really, really skipped over part of this. Um, so Genya is talking about how like working for the queen um, and just like how much it sucks. Uh, and, you know, she's like, oh, cause the queen made her, she's like, she made me get up at the crack of dawn this morning and work on her before even her own team came in. Like she wanted to be perfect all day. Um, and she makes like an offhand comment that we skip right past about how like, no, it's great though. Cause like, at least it shifts the king's gaze you know, at least until nightfall. And then we move uh, right past that. So is that, there's more to that? Is, there is, the king is more to that. In a different uh, bowl? Is that what's going on? There is more to that. But like, even Alina, like if you're, it, it was a weird thing to not get any reaction from Alina. Cause like, she very clearly is implying something there. And Alina's just like, does not pick up that thread. She's like, I don't want to talk pick about it. Up. I know you didn't. I was surprised you didn't say anything. I mean, I just thought, okay, if he's looking at her, not anything deeper than a shallow of like, oh, okay, like, look, I got all this hotness around me. Yeah, no, she says, she specifically says, uh, shifts the king's gaze at least until nightfall, and then like looks real oh, awkward. See? Yeah, nah. So uh, that, that, I phew, hope right that we talk about that at some point, because that's like I a conversation like, that they have there. Um, I feel like we're not, though. I feel like we're not. I hope we do. Because I feel like the show now, after at the end of this, I feel like we're getting into plot plot. And everybody is just kind of in that mode now. Because we know what happens to um, Genja or Genja. Genja, whatever. Like She's still alive. Yeah. She didn't die. Her mindset is not with where it's at now. Or where it was before everything I mean, broke down. I mean, probably still on the... And anyway, it was just weird that, like, it was almost a throwaway line that people could easily not pick up on. Because it Very turns true. into a... Like, it's a conversation in the book. Because there's always been... Um, and there's rumors even prior to this. And part of, you know, going back to, like, the clicky mean girl shit. Um, one of the reasons nobody likes Genya and they don't like her is because there are rumors that she's sleeping with the king. Uh, ah. and like they bring it up at what like so one of the one of the girls brings it up and is kind of like implies it and Alina's you know what the like what is that for and they're like no it's just rumors but you know yeah hmm. so it was weird okay. to like take this moment of vulnerability for for Genya talking about uh this part of her life that she clearly hates and you know she almost makes a joke out of it she's like she i think what she says in the book is like you know he has his way with a lot of servants like at least i got some jewels out of it and mm. alina calls it she's like you don't mean that and she's like no i don't but like what is she gonna do about it he's the fucking king she can't you cannot say no to that like there and it's just it's weird that we're not gonna address something like that so i hope it comes back around in a conversation at some point um because it's gonna bother me if like we just have like one throwaway line and that's all we talk about but yes david does enter the picture here he's a fabricator he's a weirdo he's very socially awkward and very oblivious and uh genya is like full-on fawning over this man when you know she takes a, when her you know he they meet um david originally in like the tour and genya is like very clearly like hi david hi and like he does not see her and which is interesting you know it's kind of this this weird thing because as you know the book keeps saying genya is the most gorgeous person anybody's ever seen in their lives like this woman is perfection incarnate and this like 
you know, floppy, lanky, nerdy dude could not be bothered to like notice that she's in the room and she's like head over. Like this sucks. Like I, she's trying so hard to get him to notice her. Hmm. Which so is why, that's like, what it is. in the in the show, like, there's like a mutual like she'll look at him and he'll look at her when she's not looking. But I'm like, David does not see her. It like he is unaware. He's very oblivious. I just thought, like, I don't know, maybe he was touched or something like no. because he the actor plays him kind of that way he's just he's very like he's just very socially awkward like he doesn't know he he likes his numbers and he likes his 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 physics and he likes his his building and his materials and his engineering See, the two seconds we saw him was nothing you don't get all that right because you, you just kind of see this like kind of awkward An awkward dude. dude and i mean We've seen other awkward dudes before, and you'd be like, ah, oh, no, this is weird. Why are, you, why are you this way? But for some reason, David was just like, oh, his awkwardness is fine. Yeah, because I know book David. Yeah, exactly. So you've got a little bias going. Gotcha. I do. I love David. T terrible. And Genya likes him. So it's that. It's like a mutual weirdness. Like when it's just like one guy leering after some girl who wants nothing to do. Like that's read the room, dude. But like Genya wants him. You know, mm -hmm. it's a mutual, it's a mutual thing. Um, and then he gives, he gives Alina the most hideous chainmail gloves I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what it's we're doing here. To help amplify, or not amplify, but help her control it a little better, her so, abilities? it's supposed to be, in the book, they're like these, um, kind of like graceful fingerless gloves and there are mirrors sewn into them that she can like flick out and like hold between her fingertips and she uses the mirrors to direct light so they're they're used they're presented to her i think originally for combat like they're they, she uses them to fight as like a weapon like you know mm -hmm. weaponize her light i don't know what this like fucking chain mail with a ribbon hanging out of it was what were these like of glove oven mitts yeah it was it was pretty bad the the it was big and bulky and there was and no... she was like no nah, i think i'm good i think i'll be she, fine yeah she just doesn't use them it yeah. was weird it was really weird so i don't know if she's gonna get the mirrored gloves at some point or if we're just writing that out because we didn't know how to make it work yeah know. how do you actually make mirrored and speaking gloves? of like her combat stuff like we have we had that one scene of her going into her first combat training and we have not seen any of it since so I'm um, I'm guessing in the book she must fight a little bit more, train a little bit more, because right now if she we're going to take off into an actual story where she has to battle, she's not ready for anything. No, she's not. But in yeah, so, in in the book she's like it's been it's been probably months that she's been at the little palace at this point because they talk about the seasons changing. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, seasons have changed. She's been at the little palace and she trains every single day. So she's training with Bagra. She's training with Botkin every single day. Um, and it's like one of the things we haven't talked about, and I guess we're just going to skip over in the book, um, is that Grisha, who hide their powers, who don't use their powers, it has a physical effect on you. And the opposite is true as well, where when you use your powers, you feel better. You physically feel better. So when Alina starts using her powers, you know, she's in the book, her whole life, she's been sickly and has had no stamina and she doesn't, you know, have a lot of an appetite. And Mikhail and Dubrov, one of them, I can't remember which one, like her, the nickname for her is Sticks because she's just this reedy, nothing slip of a girl who's always, you know, she's there's not much to her. But when she starts using her powers, like suddenly 
she has energy. She's like, she like has a healthy body again. And like all these things that she did not know were because she was suppressing this Grisha power. She didn't know that she had all come to the Mm. forefront. So suddenly she can fight a lot better and she can run and she can keep up with everybody. And like, I guess we're just doing away with all of that, which seems like it would not have been hard to write in. But I guess if you're cutting out all of the training, it's a little harder. It might be a thing too. Also where she's just, um, that that could be the thing that's really making her different. Uh, but the being shoe in this one is the thing that they're going to focus on. Yeah. So it double different is not going to make any difference. Or technically triple if she's going to be the, the chosen one. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's a thing with all of them because it goes back to. So now that we have a little more information on the Darkling, I can kind of talk about this. So there is an earlier conversation um, when the two of them are writing to the little palace. Um it's a conversation the two of them have that was cut out of the show. And one of the things they talk about is like his age. She asks, you know, how old are you? Um, and he's like, I don't really know. And she's like, what do you, what do you mean you don't know? Um, and he asks her, he's like, well, are you sure how old you are? And she's not because they don't know how old she was when she got to the orphanage. Um, but mm. he's roughly, as far as he can tell, he's roughly about 120 years old. And is that what he tells her? Yes. So really? I'm about 120 years old. And in the book, he looks to be about, barely older than her so in this one they obviously cast an older actor but in the book he looks about her and she's like 16 so he looks like he's barely an adult but he's you know which is weird to her because that's one of the first things she notices is that like i know of the darkling and i know that he's led this army since before i was born and why do we look the same age and part of that comes from you know grisha live very long lives because the more you use your power and the more powerful you are the more of an effect it has on you physically. So if you're incredibly powerful, like he is, you can live a very, very long life. Well, they definitely, I mean, cause she looks, you know, rather younger and he definitely looks older than her in the series. Um, it was a little interesting to see that they were going to go towards this romance I, thing with those the, two. the first thing so i was obsessed with the ben barnes casting like i was obsessed with it but i had to look up how old she is because i was like she's supposed to be 16 and they cast a 40 year old to play the dark she Lane. looks like she's uh 25 she's 25 and so that was my okay. first like i had to look it up and i was like okay she's only a year younger than me and i would absolutely climb that man like a tree so this is fine Oh, that's fine. How this old is, is fine. I gotta see how Ben Barnes is now. He's thirty nine. Oh, so okay, it's fine. Okay, that's but fine. But I just needed to make okay. sure that she wasn't sixteen because I was like, oh, this is gonna be weird. But like that she was the first 16. thing I looked up. Yeah, no, she doesn't look sixteen at all. So I was she like, okay, this is like we're roughly the same age. This is fine. This is fine. Wow. I anyway, anyway, getting back to mm-hmm. Genya and David and the ugly gloves that he made for her. And like, that would be such a, like David would take that so hard as a character if she didn't like the gloves that he made for her. That would be devastating to him. Like he probably wouldn't take it like on an emotional level, but as like a, I failed in making something and all I want to do is make things. That- I don't think that character is going to be anything. I think that was his nod that he's in the book. It's just what you showed him. Cause I don't think he's going to be any, any, any more into the actual thing nah, unless they do a he'll season two and they they put more you know on these characters but i feel like they're just doing simple little nods we'll and see. We'll that's see. that's what you're getting uh but so yeah she turns down the gloves it's a whole thing um and then kaz is in the little palace so they've infiltrated the little palace he's in he's walking the route he's struggling a little with his leg but he's walking the route yeah, no. Nah. 
He's he's putting a lot of uh, physical therapy into his whole part of the mission for he sure, is. and it's clearly like it clearly pains him a lot. Um, and he talk like you know it's, there's talk in his book as well about like the pain that he deals with in his leg, and like he can't. There are times when he can walk without his cane, but it's just incredibly painful, and there are times that he can't. Um, and like in the Crow Club, like his room is up on the top floor, so he's no stranger he, he to does walking that on purpose. Bunch. Yeah, because that's that's just where he wanted to be. Uh, yeah, so Kaz is walking the route, he finds a, a wall that's supposed to be a door that he can't open, and Jesper is doing Jesper's best, flirting with the stable boy. You mean just Jesper's doing Jesper? Yeah, he He's is. not worried, yeah, he's definitely But not he has a purpose, as he very easily points out to mm-hmm. Inej, because he needs to find a fast carriage, and what makes a fast carriage? A fast horse. And who knows, yeah, no. who knows all the horses and would be perfect to have on your side and a good distraction? The stable boy. He's trying to bang the stable boy. I mean, yeah, but it's also part of the job. So if you can kill two birds with one stone, if you can kill two birds with one bang, all right, then you're terrible. But Inej, uh, Inej is kind of calling him out on being distracted. And you kind of get this, you get a little more of a look at like how different she is from Kaz and Jesper. Because Kaz and Jesper are very much of one mind. Like she's like, well, what do you think? And he's like, well, Kaz thinks this. She's like, I didn't ask what Kaz thinks. I asked what you think. Uh, Yeah, because she's, she's, she's into the whole the prophecy thing you know yes. she's seems like she's a very religious uh person and they're all about this this gigantic you know lord of light prophecy thing and she's she's fully into it so like if she sees what she sees then yeah it's world changing yes yeah and edge is, is very religious so she she yeah. believes in all the saints she has all of them memorized like that's she she loves the saints they're very green dollar bills. We need to get this money. Yes. And except for um Kaz has that, you know, that whatever with the pecker and <laughs> we, which we probably will not see for, you know, the rest of this whole thing. But which is good because we should like that's not it's not time to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. It's a, it's a different story. It's a, the, the six six of crows thing so i understand that i'm not i'm not looking for that to be resolved in this yeah i I understand that these are characters in an entirely different you know story um but yeah so you know they 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 all got their own their own uh angles and i think that's probably why they're the more interesting characters i buy that Um, i mean i think i'm not going to disagree with you that they're more interesting characters like i mean alina the darkling mall like you love their story it's great but like six of crows is just so good and yeah, well, I have to see when that comes out. We'll, we'll do that one. I think you'd like. actually really like those books. Like you could even you could skip the Shadow and Bone books and read those. I feel like you'd actually really like both of those. Oh, you could skip the Shadow and Bone and go to the. I mean, assuming Six that you have the foundation. We talked about this. I read Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom first because I didn't know Shadow and Bone existed. I'm just talking about so I like know. I know. Netflix going to have this discussion. Thing. Yes, discussion. always. We will come back to things. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, Genya and Alina see the uh, the performer setting up outside, and she talks about Butter Week. Like, okay, I yeah. guess we're throwing this in. Uh, Which yeah, Butter Week? I... And even when we put it in the show, it's different than it was in the book. Butter Week was like I don't know why it's called that. It's nothing to do with butter, but it was like once a week because they grew up. Um, the orphanage that they grew up in was patronized by um, Duke Karamsov. So it was a duke and his household, and he opened it to orphans, and like that was like a big deal. It's like he was a very kind man. He opened his home to orphans. 
Um, and like, so once a year, the noble, you know, of whatever village would ride, ride out and give sweets and food to the people that live in the village. And it was like a whole parade thing. And she talks about how like, you know, it was one of the funnest times for the orphans because we all got to go out and go with them and ride in the carriage. And it was like, almost like feeling like nobility for a day. So she, when she's like, we had to sneak out to go. I was like, why are we changing this? Why are we just changing That's... things just to change them? Okay, but what was the change? Because they used to go, like they were part of it. But in the show, she's talking about how like she and Ma used to have to sneak out and go to it because they weren't allowed to go. I was like, what are we, we're just changing things just to change them now? I mean, you got to have more um, connection between her and Mal. We haven't talked the about it. The connection was that they used to know. go together. They don't have to sneak out together. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird in adaptations when like you change things because it's like it doesn't matter that you changed it because it's not a change that matters. But then why did you change it? You know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they could to put their own could. spin on it. But yep. they see a little uh, interpretive dance troupe that's uh, yes. the Sun Summoner, played by a white girl, played by Scarlett Johansson. By a blonde haired, I couldn't see her eyes, but what I'm assuming she is blue eyed. And so I was literally thinking, like, whenever they did that, and um, they're like, yeah, this is what they're probably going to think she looks like. This yes. is. This yeah, because I'm ideal... gonna guess nobody's talking about how the Sun Summoner is actually shoe, or at least part yeah. shoe. Like they're gonna they're gonna think this is their savior, is this, you know, blonde girl. So that's the actress we're going to cast. That could help her in her hiding, because nobody's gonna be looking for a shoe girl. Mm, well, I mean, not anymore. I mean, like it's not gonna help her anymore because she put on the light show and everything. Yeah, but who saw, saw her? So... Nobles at the castle. And nobles tell other people. Yeah. Are they going to like, tell them it wasn't a white girl? Are they going to tell them that? Yes. They're racist. They're going to be was, like, it's fine. There was a black person in there. There was. There was, <laughs> uh, there was a few. There was a few. Uh, uh, sure there were. Anyway, Jesper overhears, overhears Genya call her Alina because it was a great idea to go out in your robe. They didn't even get dressed. She's still in her dressing robe. She's in this dressing There's, robe half the episode. A lot of things in this episode were actually overheard. Yeah, like yes, they right were. place, right time type of stuff. Very much. Well, this is like okay. one of my least favorite tropes in television and movies. But it happens a lot in this one episode. It does. Like, oh, well, at least twice. Like, was there a third? Let's see. Jasper we'll with see. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would say Jasper twice. Jasper with an E. Jasper. No, Jasper. Jasper twice. Uh, and Mal once at least. What was the second one with Jasper? At the end. Oh, yeah. Well, right see, he place, wasn't right overhearing time. anything. But it was right place, yeah, right yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Oh, that was also, crazy. also the random guard chick. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you're right. That is, it yep. happens a lot this episode. See? It yep. does happen a lot. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so he overhears them call her Lena, which, which gets rid of your idea of, oh, they're going to grab the wrong person. And then he I, I, blatantly says it's the shoe girl, so you're not going to think it's Genya. Because I, yeah, I said redhead, like whenever he was talking about her, and I thought he was going to be like, oh, yeah, it's the redhead. So whatever. You know, no, what's your idea was... is right out the window immediately. Somewhat still in the window, though, the way that the show goes. Yeah, just, but not the way you were talking about. Not the way skewed, you were Just you a didn't. little skewed. You did not win it on a technicality. Whatever. Uh, no, I do. I think I actually do. So we'll Maul continues his one-man mission to get to Alina. Uh, goes into the general's office, demands to be the one to go to uh, the little palace to deliver the news. Which, what news? The news that you lost the stag? That's Is that news? And, I mean, news that he knows the vicinity. You yeah, know, I saw, 
the stag somewhere. And that's a start, right? So I guess demands this man. This is a corporal making demand. I don't think so. I don't know what this is. But would they even do? Would they even even make the expedition up there? Because they they just write a letter. It's a it's a it's a war zone, right? That's what I'm, I feel like. It's a war zone up there because you have It's the, real close to the border. It is real yeah. close. So I understand his ambition to get this stag and become like, you know, whatever. But th- somebody would advise him. Be like, look, we don't, we barely go up there, right? Like, Well, I mean, the commander, reason. again, in the book, the commander that is with their troop sends nine of them over the border into Fierda anyway. So they're and not afraid of two. All right, then. But that is, so, that's not to say that they're not thinking the same thing. And, like, they're just soldiers. They're expendable. I, I can't. Uh, to the yeah, higher I ups. Guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we're, we're going back. We're getting the, the kind of uh, the heist. We're getting the, the plans. They're going to grab her from the dressing room that Kaz sees. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna just get her while she goes to change for dinner because for some reason they know that she's changing between the show and dinner, which she does not do. But cool, whatever. You gotta have an outfit costume change in the middle of these events, right? And then we have a radioactive rock for some reason that he has so in his that, bag. Is that not a thing in this world? I don't know what this radioactive rock is. Toxic materials or you know radioactive material? I got you know? no idea. We're we're making things up on the fly. But he's like, you don't put that in your pocket counters. if you if you want to have kids. True. Yes. So I don't and know what kind of cancer rock he's carrying around. I thought it was at first. I thought he was going to be like it's just a big uh, magnet, and that's how he's able to like you know. That would make so much more sense than the radiation. Well, I'm not a writer on the show, so wow. you know you got you know. Uh, Radiation rock. <laughs> I guess. But Alina continues to traverse the grounds in her dressing gown. This woman's never getting dressed. Uh, and uh, decides that she's going to stand in for Ivan when the Darkling calls for him to bring him his clothes. Yeah. Yes, and they, she did. Uh, they, go have, they go have a little moment. They go have a little moment. They... She puts his clothes on. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And she puts, uh, tries herself on as well. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, so, because they're, they're in this room and they have this moment, you know, she's let go of Maul. She's come into her power. Uh, we really have not gotten a big idea of the passage of time. Like, it feels like all this is happening very fast. I only know that it's been multiple months uh, because of the book. I, have you gotten any idea of the passage of time in the show? It's been a week. It's, it's, it's one, exactly what it's it feels been a like. Literal, it's been a literal week. That's we've we've seen one combat lesson. We've seen two lessons with Bagra. That's it. We've seen like yep. one meal. And they were all in kind of montage mode. So they didn't yeah, even show like you can visually show the change of seasons. That's like the easiest way to show the passage of time. But why do you think shows don't do this? Though? I don't know. Because this is the second one that we've watched and they just skip out on the passage of time. And it doesn't, like, I don't know what it adds. Because the con is that you miss out on, like, it feels like she lets go of Maul very quickly. But, Which, yes. But in the in the book, like, she's been writing letters to him for months with no word back. She asks Genya to figure out, like, can you find out where he is and, you know, is there a reason? She's checking casualty lists every day to see if he's died. Um and then Genya gets back to her and says, oh, he's at his regiment. You can write to his regiment. And she's like, okay, well, that's what I've been doing. So he's getting them and just not writing back to me. And, like, he's forgotten me. Because it's been months. So that's why it's so, quote, unquote, easy for her to let go of him. 
because it's been so mm. long. But in the show, it's been like five minutes. Yeah, and she er- erases him as quick as that scar. So, which is also not something she does in the book. So, don't know what that's about. She has a scar in the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. She just doesn't get rid of it. Um, and yeah, so she, so she and the Darkling have this moment, um, where she's finally coming into her power, and she feels good about herself, and she feels like she feels like what he's been telling her this whole time that she's the hope for the future. Um, and you know, he's like, oh, that means a lot. It's coming, you know, it means a lot to, to you mean a lot, you know, to everybody, to everybody. You mean a lot to everybody. I mean, not, not, mm. not to me, not to me. Yeah. And then she makes the move and kisses him, which is yeah, a choice. Is what do you mean? Is it a cho- yeah, like, choice? Yeah. She does not, she does not kiss him. In the book, he kisses her. Uh, he's and that's a different, like, there's a power thing. There's a there's there's a an imbalance of power between the two of them. So when you change it to make her make the move, that changes the like it almost changes the way the whole thing feels and the way it plays out. Does that make um, sense? Um, mm, I just got that she was just you know manipulated and enthralled with his charm. At least that still comes across. I but, think that was the most important thing. Yes. Yeah, so Is at that, least that still comes across. But like in the book, he they're like taking a nice stroll by the lake and like they're, you know, ch- chatting about whatever. And then he just like out of the blue kisses her and like she doesn't know what's going on. She like just totally freezes, does not expect it. And then when he backs away, it's like he's like surprised by what he did too. And then she doesn't see mm. him for like two weeks. Okay. Yeah. They, okay. All right. And she's just kind of left in this like kind of awkward after of like what did that happen like i can't tell anybody about it you left so i don't know what's happened since then because you went on some mission to somewhere uh but again we're not the passage of time does not exist so whatever okay yeah no i mean there's nothing they can do there's There's nothing nothing they can do yeah Uh, nothing we're all just go 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 fast 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 yeah yep don't know what's happening here but yeah so she makes the move to kiss him what a change uh i don't know we'll see how we'll see how because one of the things you know is as we find out later that he is the bad guy like the fact that he made that move becomes important to her because she's like that's part of what he did to enthrall her it's like what he did to distract her to everything that was going on is like he also just happened to seduce her you know yeah but i think all the other things that he did like when he took her out on a little horse ride that's yeah uh, they did add that yeah so all that's other things to help distract her and stuff like that and then like we find out later how his tricks work and what he says and stuff like that you know and it's like well yeah all that stuff can be definitely seen as like oh that's his game that's how he he runs indeed his game uh, speaking of speaking of game, you know who's got game? Jesper. Uh, yeah, on the stable boy. He does have game on the stable boy. They haven't banged quite yet, but they're flirting. It's a whole thing. He's got he's got a plan in motion, and his plan just also happens to involve banging the stable boy. Good for him. It's the second. Uh, what did he say? Good for him. Good like, for him. A personal accomplishment or something like that. Some lifelong dream or something. Good he's for him. banging a stable boy. Okay. He's having um, fun, okay? He's got a job to do, but he's going to have fun doing it. I feel like in Six of Crows, he gets them in a lot of trouble. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything. Yeah. But I feel like that's what's going to happen. But we see every, you know, all the festivities are starting inside. Um, uh, Inej is doing her thing and her, her aerials. 
Uh, you get a couple people talking about uh, what they think she's Zemini, I think. And they're like, oh, I didn't know the Zemini was so talented. And Zoya, like, very aggressively for no reason is like, she's Suli. Yeah. It's like your old, that's, like, that's the only line she has this episode. She's that girl over there. I'm telling you. They they did not give her any. They did not. They have not done much they, for her. Yeah. They, they didn't write anything, any type of character growth or. Because you don't even <laughs> really know anything about were. her at this point. I really thought they were going to, too, just from the, the mean girl thing. I was like, okay, now we're moving towards something. But now we're just, we're not. For no reason. Giving, like, she has a mean girl moment in the throne room, and then she hits Alina, and now she's like, it's it, she it's like she says Suli like it's a slur. Yeah, that's what I took it as. Like, either, either that or it's like, you know, all black people run fast type <laughs> of thing, like. That's what I took it as. Yeah. Like, yeah, she can do that because she's this, you know? I'm like, good Lord. I don't know. It was a whole, whole thing. Um, but at some point, I did mark I did mark this down because a couple episodes ago, we were talking about um, how Nina got captured and where she got captured. And we couldn't figure out because they didn't show um, the Ketterdam crew on a ship. And they obviously had to cross the ocean. So we couldn't tell when they left Ketterdam and were in West Ravka. And we figured that Nina had to have been in Ketterdam because why would the Fjordans have just been let into West Ravka? Like, that, they're the enemy. It would be super bizarre. But there is a conversation between a couple of the attendees here where they specifically say that Zlatan, the, the general, has been letting yeah. the Druskel raid his port cities with no, like, with no recourse. So I think so, they were in West Ravka. And that was not but, made clear. Like, two episodes later, we're still trying to figure out where this thing took place. If they were in West Ravka and maybe and they're on their way to where? Fierda. So maybe they were just no, taking like, the ship. Specific, they, did they ever say a specific city in Fierd? Like they didn't say anything. They take them to oh my god, I'm blanking on what the capital is. They take them to the capital, which I'm blanking on what it's called. Is it Jerholm? Yes. Where okay. the hell did you get that from? Oh, I've read that? this book multiple times. Did they say that or did you just look that up? No, I'm on the map. Oh, <laughs> Jeez. I'm like trying to figure out where too. the hell you got this from. Yes, it's Jerholm. So they're taking yeah. them. Uh, so I guess if they're already in a port city, it makes sense that they're just sailing up the coast instead they're of selling north. Yeah. yeah, we're just selling north up. to. But again, the fact that you and I are having to figure out where this took place two episodes later. They weren't in this one, right? No, they were not. OK, all right. Yeah. No, there was not even a little side thing. OK, but okay. that was just yeah. something that stuck out to me. I was like, OK, where was that information two episodes ago? So why would Slotin be just letting them raid? Well, if they're trying to secede from Ravka, it makes sense to make friends with Ravka's enemies. But if you're trying to secede from them and you're weakening what you have now, how do you become your own nation? What are they weakening, though, by, by befriending the people that would otherwise be their enemies? They're raiding your supplies and stuff. They're taking away from you. No, they're raiding their Grisha. They're just letting them come in and do what they're going to do. Like, if this is what we need to do so you don't attack us and all that that's all that's going to be hurt are the Grisha, go for it. Like, what do we care? No, oh, because you're making yourself weaker at yeah. the end of it all? I think it's just one of those things where he knows that if he can befriend the the enemy, then it'll just make them stronger. And this is their bargaining chip. Like, we will let you come in, do your raids, find your Grisha. We're not going to stop you. Have at it. Burn them at the stake. Uh, we don't care. Okay. I mean, we haven't got too much one-on-one with Slotin, so. We have not. Uh, um, 
I don't know his his angles. So, but we we see okay. uh, we see the king and the queen, and we see Vasily. And I literally was I was like, does he get a line? Because like he comes in, he enters the scene, and you see him. And I'm like, is he gonna speak? No, he's not. Doesn't say a word. He doesn't at all. And that's probably the sweet gig for that actor. Probably got paid to do. Got a named role. Nothing. Yes, got got a costume. Yeah, has to be in in long shots too. Mm-hmm. Not even like he's just a quick flash of like, oh, okay, there he is. Like, no, he's in long shots and says nothing. Not not says one absolutely word. Absolutely nothing. Yep. But uh, we get we, so we see the the darkling at this party that he obviously doesn't particularly want to be at. Um, but you know, you need the royals on your side, so you go to their stupid parties. And there's there was a, a photo from this set that turned into like something of a meme because it was when you know they're taking put out set photos and it's just him with his hands clenched, standing awkwardly talking to nobody in this party, and it's just such I a relatable image. Relatable to who? Relatable to people Awkward who read people? books for fun, Aaron. Okay. Relatable to us. Let's be more specific. I was like, relatable to you go and talk to people at parties. What wow, are you talking we get about? it. You're popular. Whatever. I am very popular. I yeah. I guess. I don't but know. But so he clearly doesn't want to be there. He's looking a little awkward. And Alina sees him across the room. They lock eyes, and she's like, I'm gonna, I'm 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 gonna come in because he needs saving. And you get this slow-mo moment. He sees her in the black kefta for the first time. She's all done up for the party. It's a big moment. And everybody stops. Everybody stops because the sun summoner came into the room. Oh, who's that? Who is that? Oh, my God. Okay, everybody. Says you look lovely this evening. What are you doing here? You're supposed to be guards, but you look lovely this evening. It's it's the whole thing. Why she's supposed to be guards? She's fine. Nobody's trying to, you know, slit her throat or anything And then David is off in the corner just looking at Genya. A weird weirdness. (laughs) Just weirdness. And I'm just like, why is he looking at, like... He's just holed up in his little, like, he doesn't even go to the party. He just holds up in his little lab. And, like, Genya specifically talks about, because, you know, Alina at this point is caught on to the fact that Genya's really into this guy. And Genya's like, no, he's not going to be at the party. But I did go downstairs to his lab so that he at least saw what he was missing. And he barely looked at me. And then she left. Yeah, Genya Genya looks at him. He kind of looks away when she looks, you know. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. But. More importantly, we get their little, their demonstration. So the first one, when they came into the throne room, the very first time when she first got to the palace, that was just like a proof of concept. You know, this girl is real. Her power's real. It's untested. It's untrained. But, you know, she's here. This is showing her to the world. So this is open to, there's ambassadors here from all over the, you know, different countries. Um, And it's like... This is the big moment where, you know, before they were just showing her to the Ravkins, to the king, to his inner circle, and now, you know, everybody. So they have their moment. You know, he gives his speech about how she's the liberation of all of them, and he makes everything dark, and she makes everything bright. It's a big moment. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. uh, You know, she's a little more adept with her powers. She's at least more confident with them. Yeah. I mean, she made, like, blue suns instead of just regular old, you know, the red suns. Yeah, I guess she, like, lit some of their blue lanterns. I don't know. Um, And in the book, it was more of a, like, the fabricators were more of a part of it um, because they used mirrors. And it was just, like, she wasn't at this point super controlled about it. But they were, like, just aim it upward and we'll catch it with the mirrors and we'll make sure the rest happens. 
But oh, like okay. this yeah, one's all like nice. they're like this is all her. She's doing all of it by herself. She just aims it at the chandelier and then woo lights. Yeah, I was about to say none of that was in it. This was this was just her yeah. doing stuff. And then, okay. but the people start bowing. I think in, I can't remember if it was this one or the one in the throne room where, like, some people, like, people, like, fainted. They're screaming, oh, Sancta Alina. And then, like, some woman faints and they nobody can believe their eyes. But, yeah, they all start bowing to, to Sancta Alina. Uh, see, I thought they, I thought they won the first person that bowed. I thought she was fainting. So did I. And dropped, then everybody else followed she, suit. Yeah, yeah. She dropped in a fainting-like way. So I was a like, oh, okay. Fainting-like way. Yeah, it was like dead body. But then Thank she God. caught herself with the the hero hero's landing. My <laughs> next like, note oh, just says "Good for you, Jesper." So I'm assuming this is when he bangs the stable boy. Yeah, right after that is when they go to the the stable, and it's him and uh, it's the two skinny guys. That Who's man, much? that man's shoulder could take an eye out. Uh, uh you see, like his little knobbly uh, yes. shoulder. It's very it very two malnourished men. Is what I saw. <laughs> That's what I said. I mean, it makes sense. He's not exactly wealthy. It's not like he's eaten the best, but you know. Yeah, he's a stable boy. And then the conductor. So here's the thing the conductor opens the door, I guess, with the rock, which at this point does seem to operate just like a magnet. So I don't know why it's radioactive. Um, or maybe I'm just assuming the radioactivity from the can't have children comment, and it's not actually. I don't think carrying magnets by your junk i don't know so i would think it's radioactive when he first spoke up and they were like you know it takes a grisha to open it when he first spoke up he's like i i thought it was going to turn out that he was actually grisha and like that's why he felt so strongly about like smuggling them out or something that would have been interesting it would have been that wouldn't have been but that's not what we did so no and like even i didn't see the rock in his hand at first so i still thought i was like oh is he secretly a fabricator like what are we doing no he's not but he opens Mm. the door and then we cut back to Maul arriving. There again, there is no sense of the passage of time. There's no it takes them like two weeks originally. Well, I mean, I guess he's not. No, he's further. Let me go on this fucking map again. Because when Alina first wow. leaves Nova Kribersk and she goes and rides to the little palace, it takes like a week. He's further. He's so much further. He's in Chernobyl. He's in Chernobyl. Okay, he's there's coming Chernas. from Chernobyl. That should have taken so. He's got to go either over or around the Petrozoi Mountains. Yeah, that should have taken so through? fucking long. Looks like there's a road through the. Yeah, but you still got to go over them. I mean, not if you blow them all up. They're, Good God. They're, 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 yeah, the passage of time just goes out the fucking window in this whole series, but that should have taken forever. But whatever, he gets there. Um, he arrives. He and his, his friend, David, maybe? I didn't catch a name. Oh, the other guy. It wasn't a friend. It was just another soldier. Yeah, it was dude. just another dude. It was the dude they were going to send originally. Yeah. He was like, you'll both go. Uh, and this is yeah. where they are conveniently overheard talking about the stag. But you and I both were like, are we supposed to know who that is? Because like, she's clearly yeah, standing but, there. And they zoom in on her. So you know when you zoom in, somebody's important when they zoom in on them. And I'm like, how so, many female guards have we seen? Who the fuck is this? Actually, I don't think we saw any before then. Except Inej because, in costume. But see, I thought Inej was going to get, you know... Uh, caught out because she is a female. Because I was like, we didn't see any female guards. No, I mean, they clearly but, had a size for her. She's teeny tiny. No, you have a small male. We do well, come in those sizes. But <laughs> I mean, not commonly. Is... She's itty bitty. Yeah, so you just find one. I'm just saying. I'm, they I'm exist saying. out there. Jeez. So they're very conveniently overheard uh, by somebody who then runs off uh, ostensibly to tell somebody about it. And uh, the creepy Akarat appears out of nowhere to grab Alina again. This man just dude, comes out of the shadows. 
his thing just doesn't kind of seem. Uh, he, he also doesn't, doesn't like look creepy. Serves a purpose. He doesn't seem like he serves a purpose though, because he's he's very vague. He's very where vague. Doesn't make where it makes no sense though. Where it's just like he'll pop out of nowhere, and be like, "Hey, it's gonna rain Saturday." <laughs> it's like, "Cool, thanks, bro. You should wear shoes." <laughs> All right. What does that mean? <laughs> like, what are you even getting Did at? Did you have you watched the fourth Harry Potter movie, The Goblet of Fire? Yes, that was the last one. Okay, do you remember Karkaroff, the headmaster for um, the Durmstrang school? No. Guy with it like a been years creepy... since I've seen that. Wow, you're terrible. Well, for anybody listening, I think Karkaroff is what I think he's supposed to look like. Um, mm. I don't know. But like, he doesn't look creepy enough in this show. And he doesn't look like he smells bad enough. Because he smells really bad. What? Because it is the, one of the most notable things about him is the way that he smells. And Alina thinks about it every time she's around him. He smells like a graveyard. She constantly says he smells like he smells like decay and like freshly turned earth. Huh. And I'm like, this man doesn't look like he smells bad enough. Okay, his teeth look too good. His skin looks too good. He does not look creepy enough. All right. It was probably in his contract. He's like, I will not. I will not. Smell <laughs> I'm gonna need this him bad. to go roll around in a tomb for a bit. Come back. I think he he's giving me Game of Thrones vibes. The, yeah. The scientist dude that was yeah, working. Yeah, I know for exactly what you're talking queen about. Queen chick. Yeah, that reanimated uh, the mountain. Yeah. That's who I'm getting from all this. So. But so he comes out of the shadows to tell her that she's very dangerous and she's going to be even more dangerous because you know what's more powerful than armies and anything in the world? It's faith. And now that people are singing of Sancta Alina. Yeah, a lot Saint of faith going around. Over here. Yeah. But again, we've seen all that, bro. What are you telling us? What what's yeah. your what is your purpose? He just comes out to say something cryptic and then goes away for an episode and a half. And so I hope the next time he just burns. <laughs> like, Jesus. Just, like just stop talking now, bro. Just stop talking. You're uh, serving no but, purpose. Uh, Maul and his uh his buddy arrive and they go see the darkling. And the Darkling clearly knows who Maul is because he, he introduces himself with his full name, Maul Yenaretsev, and he immediately goes, oh, Maul. Okay. Yeah. I know You're what we're doing that, here. Uh, the chick I'm uh, talking to is trying to- uh, Talking you know. to, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you got you to gotta play it low key, you know, so mm-hmm. he doesn't, uh, you know- Catch on. Uh, because he, he did the whole thing, like, oh, if you know her- What's her favorite flower? Mm. Yeah, because that's gonna be a question that you know somebody like, bro. I I would have if I was Mal. I'm like, look, don't try to use me for intel, bro. All right, don't, don't don't try to use me for some just so you can get closer to her. Get out of here. Either I see her or you're not getting your deer. That's what we're doing. Wow. That's what we're doing. Which is what, yeah, he says he won't tell him because Darkling gets very excited. He's like, I need you to tell me exactly where you found it. Let like. With the down to the coordinates. When uh, he gave him, uh, when he held up the pen, I thought he was hesitating because he was going to be like, I don't know how to read or write, sir. <laughs> no, they, it's funny because they, again, things that they deliberately bring up in the book is that the, or it, it's interesting and it's a little special that all the orphans at the Duke's house know how to read and write. Oh, because he taught them? Because, yeah, because they, they taught them at the orphanage. Okay. So, I again, literally thought he was going to be like, 
I don't know. And then you just flash back to all the letters that are just illegible. Wow. That he tried to read. He's been writing her. Yeah, exactly. And she's just getting those letters like, what is he talking? Oh I don't even God. know what this is. You're the worst. <laughs> you are actually the worst. That would have been better. I'm telling you, that would have oh been great. Because then you could have been like, oh, that. Okay. Yeah. See, he in the story, he doesn't do all this. And I see why now. <laughs> he can't. He doesn't oh know God. how to read or write. I get it. Yes, Boom. he does. You're terrible. Um, yeah, so he won't tell the Darkling where the stag was until he sees Alina. And he starts, you know, oh, well, a lot of people want to see the Sun Summoner. I'm not just going to let you go to her. I'm trying to play off like, I don't know who you are. Um, I mean, good. And Maul is once again like, you know, I know her. Ask her about me. I don't know who this man is. This is not how it goes. <laughs> because he does come to the little palace. It does not go like this. What does it go like? So... The winter fet, you know, goes off. You know, they do their demonstration. And then this is where their their makeout session happens. The Darkling pulls her into, like, a dark room. And they make out. And they're, like, up against a door. His hands up her skirts. It's a whole thing. It's a moment. Uh, and she's, like, flustered. And then he gets pulled away. You know, he goes off. And then she's, like, I'm going back to my room. Like, I'm just going to go. And as she's leaving, she sees a group of soldiers that were leaving because he, the Darkling had been pulled away because he had to go to his war room to talk to some soldiers. She sees the group leaving and realizes that Maul is one of them. And she gets very excited. So she like yells at his name. He turns around. She like runs for him. She jumps into his arms and he removes her from his person is like wow. very much like don't like takes her arms out from around his neck and like pushes her away and is just aloof and like angry and she's all excited Why? and she's like happy to see him and she's like this is amazing like what's been happening you haven't answered my letters like what's going on and he's not having it and it's a really like awkward reunion and it's really because he starts she eventually catches on to the fact that he's not happy to see her and she gets hurt and she's like um you know i didn't realize i was wasting your time whatever and he gets all uppity because asking you know, like are you happy here and are you happy with him and it's like okay oh, so he knows about but because he gets all upset he's like well you're wearing black you're wearing his colors you're wearing his symbol i saw you in the ballroom doing your little thing like he's all over you and he oh, has the okay, nerve okay, okay. to be like upset about it okay i thought maybe he saw like them making out in the darkness no or something like no that. he did not okay. but like and he's just like an asshole about it and she's, you know, I've been, you know, you haven't written to, I've, you haven't responded to any of my letters. What the fuck is that about? He's like, well, I didn't get any letters. He also didn't fucking mm. send any, because again, this man is aloof. You mean illiterate, but he <laughs> can't, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this so guy who's like fighting so hard to go see her, I don't know who he is, because she runs into his arms and he physically removes her. A little jealousy. Which, in her mind, she also is very, like, she's very aware that it's hypocritical of him. Because she's like, how many girls have I watched him flirt with and, you know, take off to bed over the years? Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, and so he's very, like, you know, I saw how he was looking at you. And she's like, I like how he's looking at me. So fuck off. It's a mm. thing. So, yeah, this, this mall who's, like, fighting life and death to get back to her. I don't know who he is. He is the one you're supposed to root for. I guess. You don't root for the mall in, in the book. But in the show, they want you to root for him. So they make him brave life. 
to to get to her. I guess. So, so he yeah. he tells the darkling that blue irises are her favorite flower. And as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, so he's about to show up with blue irises. Great. Uh, and he's like, all right, well, I'll have you shown to a room and I'll bring her to you later. What a weird setup, first of all. Odd. Yes. Um, but Maul is stupid, so. Kind of, a yeah, little bit. He's, he's, he's just going to go with whatever. A little bit. And, and then he's he's puppy dog, you know? I want to see her, so I'll do whatever. Pretty much. Uh, so the girl, the guard who overheard them when they got in goes to Bagra and tells tells Bagra, you know, they found the stag. And this is when you start to catch on something. Something's going on here because she's real so worried. I, I still didn't get it just yet. Yeah. Like, I knew something was going on, but I thought maybe Bagra was the 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 traitor or she was like. Is that because he, I heard you say something, but I couldn't hear what you said. Something about did he, did, did he betray her or something? Like, is Bagra the traitor? Like, ah. She's got, because it makes it seem like she has spies in the cast. She keeps herself away from everybody. She does. So it makes it seem like she's the the person like, oh, we can't let him get it. I got to get it first or something like the the stag. So yeah. that's fair. I, that's, yeah. So the guard comes and tells her and she's like, I didn't think he would ever find it. Like, the, we got it. We got to move. We got to move now. Shit's going down. And so you start to think, oh, OK, something's going to happen. So uh, Alina walks into her her dressing room with her veil on again. And I was like, OK, that's not Alina. She's got the veil on. I don't know why if they did the tailoring, they also did the veil. I don't know why they need to both. Makes no sense. Yeah. If they're the same person. Yeah. But, or same look. I mean, yeah. same look. But it was Marie. Um, so the conductor, whose name I still don't know. I just call him the conductor. I did not recognize him at first without his little hat. Wow. I just thought this was some random man in a guard uniform. It took me too long to figure out it was the conductor. But he comes in and straight up murders this girl. For General Zlatan, which ostensibly yeah. is what they were meeting about at the time. Yes. Wow. Uh, but and then he just instantly gets captured, though. He does. He does. He's so, not. He's not a finisher. He's not a closer. Clearly, he's the fall guy. Um. Well, he was going to be the fall guy anyway, too. We yes. find out later. We do. So doesn't even you know? I guess his story is done. You know. I guess. Maybe. I guess you get to he's, assume he's dead at this point. He's new, right? Yes. He's not a character that's in like, which is like a bummer because I wanted to like him. Like I thought he was gonna be like the good guy taking Dang. people across the fold. Like I didn't think he was gonna be a bad guy. That's a bummer. But then so he then, might, like why it was makes... he liberating people because he was doing it for a price. Because that's what that's what Kaz means when he realizes when he realizes that they were working together. He's like the only two people in the world who benefit who profit from the fold is the guy who charges people to get them through it. And the guy on the other side of it, who's going to use it to create his own country. Uh, so okay. he's charging people to get across the fold. I That's see. how he makes his business. So that fucking okay. sucks. I wanted to like him. I wanted to think he was a good guy. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer money. That's eh, a bummer. Changes a lot of people. But so he straight up murders Marie. Uh, Genya comes in, they fight. She kicks his ass. It's, it's great. It's a good, good moment. She gets shot, and then we all remember that the, the Kesha is bulletproof. She still kicked his yes. ass, though. I mean, she caught a, caught one to the chest, and it didn't take her out. It did. Well, I mean, it did not. It did not. But I'm she, just saying. yeah. So that's when she she fixes Marie's face back to her own face because she doesn't want to die with the wrong face on. Very sad. Um, Marie doesn't die in this book, so I guess she's just out of the picture now. Really? Yeah, Marie lives. I don't know is what there, that was about. Is there a 
Is this this situation happened where she switches faces? No. Oh yeah. Okay. So they just and like it's. I mean, I get it. Like Marie is enough of a like. She's a character you could write out. It's not like without her, it's not like anything breaks. But I was just like, that's an interesting choice. But okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's for us book readers to also be shocked by something. I don't know. It doesn't help. I didn't really give a shit about Marie. She's kind of a bitch, but you know. Jeez. She is. They're all mean. I mean, not in the show she wasn't. They were friends. Yeah, but yeah. You know when we should have seen it coming? She started getting her own backstory because they started talking about the boy that she was flirting with that she accidentally set on fire. She started getting backstory right before they killed her. Dang, she was nine days away from retirement, (laughs) huh? I get it. Wow. We should have known. Oh, my God. So uh, where is that? Oh, and then, and then this is where I get very uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable because Inej and Kaz meet Alina. I don't like this. This yeah, hurts. So this I, is like I, timelines I, converging that should not be touching. Like, you know, in the sci-fi movie, they're like, you can't meet your younger self or it'll ruin the timeline. That's what's happening here. I don't so like that's it. So why, that's why I told you in the beginning, before we even started all this, I was like, it's basically impossible without telling two entirely different stories to have these characters in the same series and not run into each other i mean i knew they were going to because this this image of them the three of them in the hallway came out as a set photo so like i knew it was going to happen but it still upsets me oh well i'm uncomfortable like seeing them talk to each other makes me uncomfy i don't like it uncomfy i'm uncomfy (laughs) (laughs) i don't like what's happening i need a safe word here i don't like it well it happened and there's no going back all caps why are they meeting this is weird but i get i mean i guess whenever you do the the six of crows it'd just be a funny story that they remember together yeah i remember that time two years ago. actually no no time out because once we get to the end of it it won't be just a funny story this will be a full-blown saga i don't know we'll see Okay, what happens? But okay, after so the Darkling that? shows up, breaks. So their plan was to grab her there. Darkling throws a wrench in that because he shows up and they are not going up against him. Even Kaz knows better than to do that. So they let her go. Can the, can the Darkling stop bullets? I mean, the, the kefta he's wearing can. Mm, to the face? Yeah, you just put you have a sharpshooter on your. You got a sharpshooter on your squad. I don't, you know, the most powerful Grisha in the world. You don't know what happens. You don't know. Does he die? You don't know. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. But he brings <laughs> Alina some blue irises, the ugliest flowers I've ever seen in my life. They look it's fake. It's her favorite. They it's look fake. It's favorite. like all stem. And then like these three little, okay, it looks like he went to the backyard and picked these up. I don't know what's happening, but they're hideous. He had three seconds to go try to find them. <laughs> like, it's not like he's... There's a florist shop right around the corner open at this time. I like, don't know. I don't know. But while she, while while uh, Alina's getting flowers from from her new man, her her previous man's getting his ass handed to him. That's what made me even more confused because why is she trying to kill him, right? If, yeah. If, and I was that's why I was like, okay, she's clearly a double or uh, she's the the traitor. This is this is because um, Tabagra, the only this guy is the only person who's ever found the stag, and she needs to keep the darkling from getting him. And how do you do that? You just take him out of the picture. So you sacrifice one life to save a whole lot of others. But 
the thing is, he he's been looking for the stag this whole time. Pretty, I mean, he wants it now. For he's kind of been looking for it all like his life, um, but it wasn't at the forefront of what he wanted or what he wanted to do. And they don't ever like it's brought up prior to this in the book. Like he specifically tells Alina about the stag and wanting to make an amplifier out of it for her. And hmm. so, like, she's aware of it. He's looking for it actively. He sends out this party that's looking for it, and it's like the number one priority. So he's always kind of been looking for it, just you know to have it like it's an important thing but now it is the priority is getting it and getting it on her okay all right yeah but uh and then i just have an all caps why do we keep doing the armpit stabs we have two armpit stabs in this show now i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) it's a very sensitive place to stab and i it, it 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 hurts it pains me to watch it Again, okay, I was about to say, pains you. It does. Pains you. Do you ever get that, like, sympathetic pain when you're watching something? Only hits in the junk. Wow. It's, that is pain. If I, like, the bone-breaking <laughs> stuff, like, bones-breaking, the fucking... No, bone-breaking, I'm telling you, it literally, and it's, I guarantee it's for every dude, it's the hit in the junk. Bone I mean, breaking, that's I mean, I'm not saying it's not the only thing for people. I'm just saying I know for every dude, if they see that, that's the, the, the reaction is the same for that's every fair. guy. It's to clench up because yep. they know that. Mm-hmm. They wind hits it wrong. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Yes. Anyway, like, Maul's getting his ass well, kicked and then he stabs a woman in the armpit and he wins, I guess. And then they're like, okay, so while he's doing that, She's going to go make out with him. So they're, they're uh, uh, Alina and the Darkling are having their moment back in his little war room. And they just go at each other. Good for them. Again, this is all supposed to be in like a secluded dark corner. Like it's very like hush hush. But uh, the it's amount secluded. of light here was, I mean, it's secluded, but it's not, it's not dark. I'm just saying, I can tell you right now, fans are going to be upset that the scene did not go the same way that it did in the book. Like it's still like a very hot man. All right, we're we're appreciating that, and I'm not a big like Darkling, you know, Stan. There, you oh, don't that's, get into the fans. You sound like a lie. That sounds see. That's like the a thing. Lie. That's the thing is, I can say now that we know he's a villain, I can finally talk about the fact that I don't like him. He's a great character, but he is not a love interest. He's the villain. He's a terrible yeah, person. It's called Bully Robots. No, it's not. No, it's not. So I'm not like, but like I can tell you straight up that people are going to be upset about this scene not being exactly word for word the way it is in the book and that he doesn't get his um, wanting people makes us or wanting things makes us weak line. Like they took that line away. That's often like in the moment seen as like a very hot line. I'm like, people are going to be mad that this did not go the same way. I'll tell you that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'll be able to go and actually look at these things quicker than I, you know could have before with a uh, dust watch and stuff like that. Like I had to wait and I still have to wait because I can go and look at people's things, you know? Mm, I uh, mean, there's still going to be spoilers for other books. I'll send you stuff. I will screen things for you. No. Good Lord. And I will okay. send you things. Um, but yeah, they have a little like, mm, they have a little oh, moment. Um, and they're like literally about to bang on this table, which is yeah, a little much, I mean- but all right. Good for her. Love that for her. I mean, do you? I don't, but she doesn't know that at this point. All right, then. She doesn't know at this point. 
So in the moment, you know, all right. Like, you know, he's 120 years old. You know, he's too old for you. But like, it's that like fictional thing where they're like, oh, he's 100 years old, but he looks 20. So it's fine. Mm. That's classic in books. All right. That's just a fantasy book. When when you're when you're a century older, I think it's it's I think it's like the Twilight Saga. It's, it's very much exact. It's a very much a fantasy trope of like they're three hundred years old, but they look like they're twenty, so it's fine. It's just so you it just seems gotta accept like it. in these fantasy tropes because she's what sixteen in this book. Yes, seems like oh, nonetheless. Yes, a minor still seems like pedophilia has a age limit <laughs> when it comes to the pedophile. Like, oh, you you beat the century mark, you can't be a pedophile. Exactly, as long as you, you look like you're the same age, it's fine. That's it's just a, it's just a fantasy trope. It's it's always that way. It's a little upsetting, but yeah. So she's about to get it on with the Darkling. Um, in the book, it's relatively the same. They're not like gonna have sex right on that table. He he gets like pulled away by a knock the same way, and he's like, you know, can I come to you later? Like, can I come to your room later? And so she you bet you can, but she doesn't answer. <laughs> she doesn't get a chance to. Um, she's kind of like in her head. She's realizing what's going on. Like, all of their little makeout session happens so fast that she doesn't immediately catch up. Like, you know, she can't really catch up to what's happening. So when they stop kissing and he asks her, she just freezes. She's like, I don't know that I want this. I don't know what we're doing. And he gets pulled away before she can answer. And she's kind of left so with, is, like, I don't know. Is, is this is this why they put in that thing where he was like, are you sure? I guess. Type of situation? Yeah. Okay. okay. I guess. Yeah. So we're just getting rid of that. that. Because, like, they were really, you know, hot and heavy into things. And all the physical signs were, yeah, everybody's sure on this situation. And then he just stops and was like, are you sure? And I'm like, is he a vampire? Does he have to ask (laughs) where he enters? What is going on here? Wow, that's terrible. (laughs) What is going on? But yeah, I thought so that's where they was going. He he just asked in the book if she can come to her room later and she doesn't say anything. And then directly yeah. after that is when um I think I yeah, my note even says this is slightly less awkward than the book. Um there's really no awkwardness on her part here. Uh but yeah, he leaves. She's got a little like, I'll be waiting, I'll be still be here. Uh and then he comes back for more. Yeah, this man is yeah, I mean, fine. I look, I'm not a darkling, I'm not a darklina as the as the kids call it. As long as you person, put but at the fine. end of this, you're still wrong. He's fine as the darkling. Yeah. I mean, he's in general, but like this is a bit of a thirst. There's a bit of a thirst episode here. Oh no, I understand your thirst. Um and uh, Alina's. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he's a genocidal maniac he very much is and i'm glad you recognize that i'm very glad you recognize that what do you we'll mean why would later. i never not oh why would i never we not? will talk about the fans later okay yeah but uh just know that dark lena is uh very much a thing and i hate it i don't think i'm trying to think of the reverse of a, a super old woman and the young man and then either that trope or which is not a trope, either that situation, or actually, there's been tropes like that before, um, or the the bad, you know, crazy. I killed a bunch of people, woman, and the naive like, young man. Care. Yeah, like do they? I can't think of anything on top of my head, so let's just you know we'll move because <laughs> I can't. We'll think come of back anything. to this. We'll put a pen in this. 
I said pen, not pin. So Whatever. But anyway, Bagra his mom is there. Bagra <laughs> comes out of the comes out of the wall and is like, "Hey, we gotta go. We gotta go right now." So, okay, so and this is where we get into the meat and potatoes of everything. And yes, it is. Basically, everything. It's it's three to five minutes of exposition it from is. from Mama Bagra. Yes. So, but the thing that's baffling to me is if you know. That there is something to potentially ruin your plans so close to you. Why do you allow it to live? Because it's still his mother. Is it? Yeah. Listen to the the threats at the end of this. Yeah, if no, because even in, at the end of it, all, I mean that because that comes up. That specific question comes up, and it's it's still his mother. She's still his mom. Because I had I had questions like that with why is he alive? Yeah, and it's still her like, son. These are a bunch of. I, no, no, not even from her. But like, if these people are big time superstitious and know what what caused this big damage to their world, they would have killed anything that could have threatened that again. So if he comes around, he's got the same power. I could see some. Who is going to kill him? Who is more powerful? Than, who's powerful enough to kill didn't him? Didn't I? Didn't I just say I can see some fanatics killing him when he's How? a young age and he's discovering his abilities? Yeah, he can kill him. Snipe him from a distance. What young Burn age? him at the stake. What young age? He's... No, I'm saying when he... I know this now that yeah. he's never been okay. a young person. But I'm saying that's what I was saying before. That's why when I was like... When he told the story about when he was a boy and he was he found out he was a descendant. I was like, why wouldn't they have just killed this dude right then and there? <laughs> like, this makes no sense. They would. They have no problem with, you know hating all the rest of them and they know that somebody with his powers did this to them a long time ago why wouldn't they kill him as a boy so it makes sense now yeah. because he just never was a freaking boy uh around these people so i get that but yeah so you know he he's the bad guy mom so, comes out and yeah spoils here's where we find show. out a lot of the tea uh bagra steals her away Alina doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know what's going on. Like, you know, Alexander's gonna be waiting for me. She's like, I'm trying to save you from him. And she gets into it. He not only is the Darkling, he is the black heretic. He is centuries old. He is the same person. He is not a descendant, is the same person. He created the fold because he was mm -hmm. trying to create this army. And the fold was not a mistake. The Volcra were. He didn't know that that was gonna happen. He meant to make the fold, he didn't mean to make the Volcra. Mm, and those are women and children. They were the people like that, that lived there. That's what they turned into. Yeah. Because that used yeah. to be fertile farmland. That used to be cities. That used to be like places people lived. And everybody in there was turned into the Volcra. Um, and so, yeah, over the last, you know, four, three or 400 years, he has had different names. He's served under many different kings. He fakes his death every once in a while and then comes back later on, you know, as the next Darkling. Uh, she reveals a painting of him for no reason and it's just for it to be a dorian gray moment because he looks the same and he's in the same uniform he does so i don't know that, that was supposed to prove anything. yeah it's like oh okay so you painted him one time other cool. than the fact that it's a dorian gray moment and they put i guarantee that has to just be that it's a throwback to that that's which is sad like fun throw an easter egg in there that's fun it's fun i mean it was fun for me to be like, ah i got that but like literally for no Terrible. reason and yeah, and she she lays out, she's like, you know, he has had centuries to figure out how to trick a poor, lonely, naive little girl 
into thinking exactly what he wants you to think. Did he tell you he was lonely? Did he tell you that, you know, he was uh, vulnerable? Did he tell you that he needed you? Yeah, he fucking lied to you. Yeah. Damn. Hook, line, and sinker. It fucking worked. Yep. Well, I just, I'm interested in their next meeting. Yes. Because that's when it's like, well, you got some explaining to do. A little bit. That's what that is. That's what that is. So Bagra leads her into these underground tunnels, tells her where to go. And for no apparent reason, Alina doesn't listen to her her instructions. I don't understand. She comes to a fork in the road. She's like, go right at the fork. And Alina goes left. Why? Because everybody's been telling her what to do for the last week. You don't know where that goes. You're going to like walk out back into the castle. What the fuck is she? That that made no sense. She's probably trying to do her own thing. I That's guess. The only thing I could think of. And how did that work out for her? She climbed into the trunk of the car of the people trying to kidnap her. Whatever. Well, she she was listening to. It just uh, made her look so dumb. She was listening to the readers uh, who said that these characters aren't supposed to be here right now, so they shouldn't. <laughs> You should be fine by getting oh into this God. car. So Kaz is uh, Kaz and Inej at some point got noticed by uh, an Inferni uh, at the party. So he's chasing them down. They split up. Kaz uh, has been caught. This man's a fighter. This man is fucking brutal. Uh, good God. Whole. I mean, you. he's smart. He's so very smart. You got to figure out the ways if you think. I mean, use your... Um, you know, your perceived disability as a uh, strength. You know, that guy came at him underestimating him and got his hand broke. Ooh, so, yeah, he, did. he got his hand shattered. Yeah. Absolutely so, decimated. Uh, but then again, yeah, I was just, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, you, that was smart. But I have seen situations in other shows where the guy had his hand broken and he needed it and figured it out. Which and this guy candles did. Candles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so. so he he not, doesn't have his glove, but he does have all the candles. Goes for it again, and <sighs> baby Inej gets her first kill. And when it was bound to happen. You play with knives. Yeah. And it's gonna happen. The bummer of it for me is like for her, they don't even have the like you were in the right, you had to do it because yeah, you had to do it to save Kaz, but you guys were in the wrong being there. Like you came into his home to steal his people. Like, you don't really have the upper hand here. That's a bummer for her. Yeah. I mean, but is there almost ever really, really a moral high oh, sure. ground? Oh, sure. In these situations of killing somebody? Yeah. No, nah, there definitely is. Mm, there definitely it's is. It's a rarity nah, when you're trying to just save somebody. There's always reason to kill. No, there's never. Remember the conversation we just had? If there's one thing you could do. One thing you can always find a reason. No, that's just you, you psycho. That's not the rest of the world. <laughs> Didn't even finish Jeez. asking the question. I said murder, murder. Just terrible. But uh, yeah, it's so horrible. Baby Inej gets her first kill. She didn't get her knife, so she now has thirteen knives, not fourteen. Um, she doesn't want it back. It'll be a constant reminder I guess. of what she's done with it. And Jesper is waiting with the coach, and we get our next instance of right place, right time. This was. This is like too far. Like, the overhearing things, that's dumb. Having her literally crawl into the trunk of the car, the people that are there to kidnap her, is a step too far. Yes. He's just sitting there. He literally had to do nothing at all for the whole thing to go right for him. Literally everything went wrong, and then they just got it on a technicality because she 
did their work for them. Yep. So, I mean, hey, this is, now these two stories are intertwined. I don't know. So and... that'll be weird. And then we get our, our uh, Bagra and Darkling confrontation. So, you know, now that we know that, that she's his mother, we can actually see them interact more. I don't think we've seen them interact yet. In the at show. all you never did because we have yeah, in the book at this saw. point they've definitely talked and like you get the idea that like bagra is the only one that's not afraid of him and like she will talk down to him and she will put like do what she can to put him in his place and like there's a scene where he comes into the hut and she says something to him like she calls him boy all the time which alina thinks is very weird given that he's a hundred plus years old but she calls him boy all the time and she like says something to him and he like straightens up and then catches himself and is like, oh, shit, why am I, like, still responding to her this way? And Lee's like, that's weird that he responds to her that way. Mm. And then we know why. It's because she's his mother. And you don't ever really outgrow that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you don't. Even um, after 400 years. And who's standing right around to oh hear God. the whole conversation? Oh, my God. Yep, another one of those mall just overhears everything. The whole thing between he was kind of far away. He was. And they were whispering, and apparently he has the best ears in the it's world. It's his. It's his special tracker hearing. Oh yeah, because she also does say, you know what? Where is uh um Alina? And you would need a tracker, a special tracker, to find her now. And, and I've of course, Maul's, of the other one. Yeah, and Maul's she thinks Maul's there, dead. Oh. Yeah, she does. But Maul doesn't think he's dead. He does And not. he knows he's a special tracker. He does. And she said the only person that can find him or find her is a special tracker. She I'm does. a special tracker. <laughs> <laughs> so she must be talking about me. So that's where we're at. I can finally, like, I can still thirst over the Darkling because I think Ben Barnes is hot. But I can stop acting like I actually like him as a person, which is great. I didn't want to ruin anything for you. So I had to, like... Yay, Darkling. And, like, I'm excited to see him as a character. I think he's a phenomenal villain. But he's a terrible person. He's a genocidal maniac. The man's a psycho. Yes. yes. And so... yet, there is a massive portion of the fan base that subscribes to Darklina. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I'm not a fan to... of the Darklina, regardless of where things... I'm not a fan. They're trying to ship them, as the, as the kids would say. Yes. Huh? Wow. I hate it it's it's everyone it's everyone it, no it ain't me it's everyone <laughs> I, I it's if anybody's listening to this there's there's darklina stands yeah, i don't well, like it it's I, just i'm the guy's a murderer okay stop just get some help stop it terrible let's get to this episode. are you ready to episode on. six all right this is great this is like back to back six. let's go all right for those let's of you that go. are listening we're gonna go watch episode six and we'll be right back for us and uh, you know come back watch me and listen whenever you're ready whenever you're ready we'll see you next time <laughs> i don't know it's all the same